Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to talk about John Jones. And recently, there has been news about an update of what's going to happen with his fighting career because he hasn't fought in almost two years now. He's saying that there is no offer yet for his UFC heavyweight debut, but he plans to be in peak condition come June or July. So that's not saying he's coming back in June or July, it's just saying he's in peak condition. And a lot of people are reading things like this and just complaining that man it's taking forever and some people are saying they're losing interest in seeing a john jones comeback and to be honest i feel that way as well but i also feel that when he does come back i am going to tune in so it's a very tough time to follow john jones's career but maybe sometime later in the year he'll come back i don't think that's going to happen i would say early 2023 he's gonna come and obviously he's going to get an immediate title shot because he is regarded as the greatest fighter of all time by many people but personally i don't think he is if you follow me enough you would know that i think george st pierre is the greatest fighter of all time and i'm sure many of you can agree with me on that but i do ask myself the question if john jones becomes the ufc heavyweight champion would that solidify his spot as the goat no questions asked even someone like myself would think yes this guy is the goat and that's a hard question to answer because because here's my reason why I don't consider him to be the greatest of all time in MMA right now. Yes, he is virtually undefeated. That Matt Hamill disqualification defeat shouldn't even be a disqualification because he was absolutely dominating before. And that 12 to 6 elbow rule is just no one has even made that call ever again after that fight. At least I don't think so. So if we were to take away that defeat against Matt Hamill and consider it a win, which many people consider it as, then he would have a record of. 27 and 0 with one no contest and that one no contest is where i take him out of the go conversation and many other fighters because that one no contest was against daniel cormier in their second fight and originally it was a knockout win for john until he tested positive for turinabol in his post-fight drug test was it his post-fight drug test or his pre-fight drug test i'm not too sure but he tested positive for that and because of of it that win turned into a no contest and for me this moment was when i lost all hope as a john jones fan because man it was magical to see him recapture that belt against daniel cormier especially in the way that he did it it was a very impressive finish even impressive performance because he was just baiting with kicks to the body and to the legs for the entire fight and then out of nowhere he comes with the head kick and that stunned daniel which led to the finish and i remember telling one of my friends i'm like man you know what this is the new John Jones, he's passed all the controversies. It's time for him to come back to his glory days, the days where everyone was excited for him and everyone loved him. But then this failed drug test was announced and the decision was overturned. And man, I lost all hope, I'll be honest. And yes, he came back, won the belt in a rematch against Alexander Gustafsson at UFC 232, and then defended that belt three times against Anthony Smith, Tiago Santos, Dominic Reyes. And yes, he won those fights. But man, those fights against Thiago Santos and Dominic Reyes were very close. And especially that Dominic Reyes fight, many people thought Dominic did enough to beat John that night. But in the end, John retained the belt. And that was back in February of 2020. So it's been a year and a half since he last fought. And his last couple of performances haven't been the most dominant compared to his earlier performances. Like, for example, when he fought Glover Teixeira, Daniel Cormier for the first time 
time, Rashad Evans, Rampage, Layoto, Shogun, when he won the belt, man, that was an exciting time to be a John Jones fan. But it really seems like, even though he came out with the win in his past few fights, he wasn't the same dominant John Jones that we once saw. But still, he is basically undefeated, which is why there's so much intrigue for him not only to move up to heavyweight, but for him to fight for the title and to capture a second belt in another division. So back to the original question. For someone who doesn't consider John Jones to be the GOAT right now because of his failed drug tests, and it's actually surprising because he tested positive for clomiphene against Ovin St. Peru, but that decision wasn't overturned. So technically, he should have two no contests. I'm not sure why that didn't get overturned, but right now, his record stands at 26 and 1 with one no contest. And even though I don't consider him the GOAT as of right now, would that change if he became the heavyweight champion? And see, John Jones, he's in an interesting position because most of the time, I would take fighters off of the greatest of all time list if they ever tested for a banned substance. But the difference with John and, for example, someone like TJ Dillashaw, they came back in the USADA era and they won fights. For John, he won four fights after his win over Daniel Cormier got overturned to a no contest. So for me personally, and maybe this isn't for everyone, but when a fighter proves that they could still win after a failed drug test, then I may still consider them to be in the greatest of all time conversation. And that's where John is at. He won multiple times after a failed drug test. But the thing is that he didn't have the most impressive performances in those fights. Some would say he just did enough to win. And that fight against Anthony Smith, he landed that illegal knee in round four. And Anthony Smith, he could have pulled an Aljo and won by disqualification. So that could have been a second defeat by disqualification for John. In those past three title defenses, there came some controversy. Like 14 out of 21 media outlets scored the contest for Reyes when he fought John Jones. People talk about John as this dominant fighter, but after that performance, it's kind of iffy. And then of course, there's all the controversies that occurred outside of the cage. For example, when John was in negotiations for a fight against Francis Ngannou, and apparently he wanted Deontay Wilder type of money. So of course, Dana and the UFC don't like that. So ice out. But at the same time, John wanted to take his time to build his body up for heavyweight. So he's been preparing for that and has been going through more controversies such as that video where he was drunk on the streets of Las Vegas and got arrested. That was pretty bad. And it's just really sad to see that because this is someone who could have easily become the GOAT with no questions asked. There would be no argument as to why John was the greatest MMA fighter of all time if he had just stayed focused on fighting and not gotten into any troubles both inside of his career and outside of it. And I know controversies outside of a fighter's career shouldn't affect how we view them as the GOAT in MMA or any other sport, but at the same time, those controversies affected the trajectory of his career. George St. Pierre never got into any troubles outside of the cage and because of it, he was always focused on fighting and that's why I think he built a case for himself as the greatest fighter in MMA history. But despite all of these troubles, if John Jones comes back and fights for the heavyweight title and wins, then in a way it's kind of impressive because so much is going against him. And he's been in this position before where so much was going against him, whether it was within his career or outside of it, but he still found a way to win. In fact, some of his best performances were after so much controversy. Like his performance against Alexander Gustafsson in their second fight was one of his best in my opinion. And that came after all the troubles that occurred with Daniel Cormier, all the troubles that occurred with Ovin 
in Saint Peru, plus all the troubles that occurred outside of the cage. In a way, that kind of adds a little bit of extra impressiveness that he's able to get a win under all this negativity. And look, after all, he does have more title defenses at light heavyweight compared to George St. Pierre at welterweight. Plus, he has less defeats than George St. Pierre, even though George avenged those two defeats. The only thing that George has over John is a second belt in another weight class. He became a welterweight champion and won a belt at middleweight. But I gotta admit, as a big George St. Pierre fan, I don't hold his win over Michael Bisping for the middleweight belt that high. What makes it impressive for me is that he came back after four years to capture that belt. I'll give him that. But all due respect to Michael Bisping, but if this was Anderson Silva still holding the belt or even Robert Whitaker, George wasn't going to take that fight. George took this fight against Michael Bisping because he saw the matchup as favorable to him. And yes, he vacated the belt after because of colitis, but I knew he wasn't going to defend it against the interim champion Robert Whitaker. That would have been a dangerous fight for George. So yes, it's impressive that he won the 185 pound belt, but he was very calculated about it. But for John, whoever he has to fight at heavyweight for the championship won't be an easy fight. If he has to fight the current champion, Francis Ngannou, we all know that's a difficult fight. And that's a fight that I definitely want to see. But if it's not Francis, because Francis is dealing with contract negotiations, they might strip his belt and put John in a vacant title bout against former champion Stipe Miocic. And honestly, even though Stipe is older now, that's still a very difficult fight. Like I said, there is no easy matchup for John at heavyweight, because this isn't just going up 10 to 15 pounds. These guys are massive, and that's why I understand why John is preparing himself to get his body to heavyweight. Because not only are any of these matchups going to be against big guys, but it's going to be against fighters who carry a lot of power. Probably the most power that he has ever faced in his MMA career. So if John was to defeat Francis Ngannou, Stipe Miocic, or any other top 5 heavyweight for the belt, that would be very impressive to me and would hold more value compared to George winning the middleweight belt against Michael Bisping. There's no calculation for John in this situation. And even if he did try to calculate it, it will still be a hard matchup. So back to the original question, if John was to capture the UFC heavyweight championship, despite all the controversies, both inside and outside of the cage for him, I may have to put him over George as the greatest fighter in MMA history. Just maybe. And maybe I'm being biased because I don't want anyone to take that title away from George, but it would be very difficult to deny John if he was to win the heavyweight championship in this climate of the heavyweight division, which is probably one of the best heavyweight divisions in UFC history. This isn't no Tim Sylvia, Andre Arlovsky type of UFC heavyweight division. From champion to number five, and maybe even number six because Tom Aspinall is great. Personally, I think Tom Aspinall should be over Derek Lewis, but still, all these guys carry a lot of power and most of them are very skilled. It's probably the most skilled heavyweight division in UFC history. So yes, I would probably consider John as the GOAT if he won the heavyweight championship. But if he defended the belt afterwards and won, then that would solidify the case for me. But what do you think? Would you consider John Jones to be the greatest MMA fighter of all time if he became the UFC heavyweight champion? Will he have to defend the belt at least once in order for that to be solidified for you? Or even without the heavyweight championship, do you consider John to be the MMA GOAT right now? But that's all I have for now, so I'll see you in my next one.